Hey, welcome to the Happy Hangout with Christy. Today I'm doing something new. We are doing Devos and Doodles, which actually this part is just devotions, and the Doodle part is on Facebook. That's a segment I do every Monday at noon, Central Standard Time, on my Facebook page, Create with Christy. I'll tell you a little bit more about the Doodles at the end of the, the lesson. Enjoy. Okay, guys, we are starting in the devotional, Let Your Light Shine, on day 13. God's redeeming grace makes the difference. And this one was written by Mitzi Neely. Here's the scripture. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Isaiah 61. And we will be lettering that scripture in just a minute. So Mitzi says, I could never put my finger on how it happened. Even today, I can't explain the feelings of doom and gloom that swept over me that summer, 17 years ago. Can you relate to the feeling that she felt? She uses the terms gloom and doom. Those are terms that a lot of us have experienced. But it happened. I, I can still pinpoint the feelings. I was sad, overwhelmed, tired, and at times the depression. I was in a dark place and I was there alone. And I can relate. I've been to the bottom of the pit, not sure I wanted to live. I can relate. It's an ugly place to be. I did the best I could to hide it and relied solely on myself to work my way through it. After all, this kind of thing doesn't happen to someone who's always in control, always on top of a schedule and always seeing um, to others. So I remember when I was going through a really hard time, I could put on a happy face, you know? I could be the Christy everybody else saw, and then at home, just be real defeated and sad. And so if you think about, there's different movie stars and comedians even, and you think they're so fun and funny, and then they may take their life, like Robin Williams, and you're like, wait a minute, what happened? Like, he's such a happy person. Well... That is not always true. What we see isn't always um, what's going on behind the scenes, right? She said, I remember not wanting to start school that fall. I kept toying with the idea that I would resign my teaching position and be a stay-at-home mom. That was not what my husband wanted to hear, and truth be told, it sounded nothing like me. So she started just like having these feelings of um, overwhelm and not wanting to be around people and doom and gloom, like she said. In my mind, though, I was walking around in complete darkness. I wanted to sleep all the time. I didn't have energy, and I didn't want to be responsible for anything. That's pretty tough to do when you're a wife and a mom to a teenage daughter working a full-time job and committed to a number of activities. And my poor husband, he just kept asking why and what would I do if I walked away from my mission field? And a lot of you know that your job is your mission field, and that, that is what our job should be. Um, we can be a light to people that we work with, no matter how hard that can be. But she knew that's where she was supposed to be. But she was in this dark place, and I can totally relate. Not wanting to do the things that you know that you're called to do. I was so involved in church. I was leaders of leaders. I was involved in several things at church and outside of church. And I just, I felt myself like collapsing almost and thinking, I'm so overwhelmed, I can't even do that anymore. And I finally had to call it quits. I finally had to say, and I was very honest and open and said, listen, 
I'm struggling right now. And it took me a while to say this and it, it took me a while to figure out that's what it was, but it was depression. And I, it took me so long to realize that. But when I had panic attacks and I feel like I couldn't go on anymore, I had to tell people, I had to say, listen, I, I can't do this. I'm, I'm struggling. And that's really, really hard to say, especially when you feel like you've got your, you're a leader, you know, and you're in control of meetings or whatever it is. And people rely on you. And that's super hard to stop and be like, I can't do this. And so she said, you know, her husband didn't understand why she would walk away from her mission field. And she said, I didn't have an answer for him. I just kept trying to rationalize and justify my thought process. Clearly this was about me and no one else. And that's the thing too, is, um, I feel like during that time, it's very hard to reach out to people because a lot of people don't understand. And some of you today are like, I get it. I get it. I thought I was alone. And that's why you're listening today, I imagine. But, um, and some of you may not have been through that, but you don't understand some people in your family, why they don't want to do certain things. Maybe they don't want to get out and go somewhere. Maybe they are in bed a lot of the time. And you may feel like that person is lazy. And a lot of times that's not what it is. It's this internal battle going on out of the darkness and into the light. I get chills because the exact same thing happened to me. When I felt like I couldn't go to the Lord, a friend was there for me. And in that, I didn't know. I, I didn't realize that, you know, God works through people. So she's the one that got my attention. Okay, so back to what Mitzi said. This woman was a mother of one of my students, as well as a colleague. I must have been in a pretty low place to have poured out my heart to her that afternoon. But everything inside of me spilled out and I couldn't stop. And y'all, let me just tell you, when you're in the deep, dark despair, it can't stay there. You got to get it out, whether it be tell a friend. Journaling is my number one thing. Start off with journaling because no one's going to see that with you. But you, you can burn it later. You can lock it in a drawer. Don't worry about that. Just get your thoughts out on paper. When she finally did finish laying out the entire story of what she was experiencing, she lovingly came at me with scripture. Verse after verse, an example, an example of God's love for me. So you may be asking, what can I do for someone that's going through a time like that? I don't know how to help them. I mean, I don't want to bother them, but you can send scripture. You can send happy mail. There are things that you can do. You can give a hug. You don't have to understand. You don't have to know why this is happening. So she shared what happens when we let darkness take root in our hearts and minds. And then she prayed for me and over me. And that's another thing that changed my life is when I had a couple people stop me, one in a hallway at a church and pray over me right then and there. She didn't say, I'm going to pray for you. She stopped. She put her hands on me and she said, I want to pray right now. How many times do we forget to pray for people? You know, we forget sometimes. And so this is the perfect opportunity uh, for you to, to learn that that is something that um, means so much to people. It, and you'll see like this, this deep breath and this peace that comes over someone. There, you can watch their shoulders like relax. It's, it's amazing. Try it. She didn't stop there. The next morning, she showed up at my classroom door and gave me a couple of devotions to read from one of her favorite books, Streams in the Desert, Seams in the Desert by Charles Kalman. She had selected them specifically for what I was going through. For the first time in a long time, I felt there was hope and a future. 
All we need is that little bit of hope, that little bit of hope that we can cling to, right? To start off with. After months of being immersed in a thick and desperate darkness, my Redeemer was providing a glorious rescue. The light had come, had indeed come, but it was through his timing and his control. And when the light comes, God tells his people to respond to it and to arise and shine. And that goes back to our scripture, Isaiah 61. The angel of God sent that day was not there as an overnight miracle, but instead as a support system to walk me through the journey. Escaping the darkness was my assignment. And as a daughter of the king, I had been equipped with the tools and resources to do just that. Oh, how blessed I am that he called me out of the darkness of despair and defeat and covered me in his light and glory. Oh, how redeeming grace for a wretch like me made the difference. So when you think, okay, I'm too embarrassed, Lord. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't even think about going to God for the answers. Reach out to someone else, journal, do all the things that uh, get, you got to get it out, y'all. So I'm going to end this uh, lesson, the devotion with a prayer, and then we'll get to our scripture. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending angels to us and open our eyes to see that, that maybe that's what is, has been sent our way. Open our eyes to why are people in our lives that maybe we don't understand why they're in our lives. Let's be open to what they have to say, especially when they're sharing your word and trying to reach out to, to us. Um, Lord, I ask you to be with each person listening today and wrap your arms around them and let them feel the comfort of you knowing that you are right where we are. When we call out, you are there. Lord, remind us to keep our nose in the Bible, to have a relationship with you and know that we can talk to you all day long, anywhere we are. Lord, thank you for helping me come out of a dark place and, and giving me the platform that I have to be able to help others in that situation. Um, if anybody's listening today, Lord, that is such in a deep, dark hole, please comfort them and send them someone. In your name I pray. Amen. Thanks for hanging out during Devos and Doodles. This is actually the Devos part. If you want to join me for the Doodles part, I do that every Monday at noon Central Standard Time on my Facebook page, Create with Christy. So basically, the lettering part, the doodling part, is where I teach hand lettering, and we hand letter the scripture that we're focusing on for the devotion, and I help you make it fancy and cute and all the things, and it's a great thing to uh, make a notebook of so you can pass it down to family members so they will see what's super important in your life. I'm glad you watched today or listened today and make sure you pass this on to someone else. Subscribe and let someone else know about our Devos and Doodles. And thanks for joining me at the Happy Hangout. Have a great one. Mm -hmm.